0: So good morning. My name is Daniel, and uh, we've been going through uh, the 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 series. Well, we, it started with a, a journey with Jesus series, and uh, we we went through some of Jesus's ministry and talked about how we how we can be on this journey with Jesus, and and from that that really launched right into. Uh, what we're what we've been talking about now and th- just ways that you can get involved ways that you can be a part of what uh God is doing here at this at this body and every every uh week we 've talked about a different area of ministry and today we 're talking about um, worship through music and um which is a topic that's very um dear to me i I am on the worship team and uh love doing it and uh and 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 just love uh, helping lead people into the presence of God. And so, um, so I'm excited to, to talk about this. But before, I, but before I went into that specifically, I really wanted to talk a little bit about what is worship? Is worship just the music that we're playing up here? Is that all that worship is confined to? No, worship is so much more than that. And So I wanted to kind of define that for a little bit. And so um, in church... You'll notice a lot of time people talk about like, the different things that we do, and they talk about, oh, and then we're going to do some worship. And what do they mean by that? They do. They mean the, the, the music. And I think that's kind of uh, unfortunate that that's what it's boiled down to. Isn't that like praising God? That, uh, yes, uh, I think that we can praise God in a lot of different ways. Um, but uh, praise and, and, and worship God. But, um, and, of course, this is an aspect of worship. It's an aspect of praise. It's part of it. We are worshiping God through, this, through, through the music, but um, it's not just singing songs to God. It's much more than that. I looked up the word worship in my, uh, in my study Bible, and it means to bow down. Oh. Actually, I did want to... Sorry, I forgot I was going to... I, I did. This is our. our, our so, so we have an extended uh, vision statement. It's a good thing I've got PowerPoint to keep me on, on, on task, right? So, um, but uh, we, we do have an expanded vision statement here that I kind of wanted to read because it, it touches on this. It says Oasis Vineyard is committed to being a community of hope where people are refreshed and experience the presence and love of Jesus. We strive to make our campus a safe place where people can explore what it means to live out their lives with God whether it is their first time or they are a long-time attendee. And this part right here is what I kind of want to focus on today. But our desire is for our faith to be demonstrated beyond a Sunday service and manifested as a lifestyle of worship. To this end, we seek to facilitate the whole facilitate the Holy Spirit's transformation of people's lives as they experience Jesus and his kingdom. This passion is taken from within the four walls of our church and lived out in our homes, neighborhoods, and workplaces. Through all of this, we endeavor to build a culture where everyone is encouraged to play. And so it's that portion that I really want to focus on. I wanted to read the whole thing, but our desire is for our faith to be demonstrated beyond a Sunday service and manifested as a lifestyle of worship. So what does that mean? What is worship? I guess I didn't put the definition on there like I thought I did. Okay, so worship means, when I looked it up in my study study Bible, it it said that the definition of worship is to bow down. A person bows down uh, before a superior or a monarch to show respect. So worshiping God means that we bow down to Him. We honor Him. We give Him reverence. In the Old Testament, there was uh, a law that was required of the Jews, and there there was a lot that was required of the Jews in, in their worship. They had to make sacrifices. They had to follow all of the laws. But what I find interesting is that, yes, while God did require a lot of them in the Old Testament, it was always the heart that he looked at. In Micah Chapter 6, verse, in Hosea chapter 6, verse 6, it says, For I desire mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. And then in Micah chapter 6, verse 6, it says, With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, ten thousand rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has shown you, O oh man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. God has always looked at the heart. Worshiping God is a heart worship, is, is a heart issue. It's not an outward thing. It's a heart issue. Bowing down to God physically can, sure, maybe that can be. A, something good to do every now and then. Sometimes I believe that the position uh, that, that we take with our body can, can begin to change the position of our heart. But we can bow down to God physically and be very far from worshiping Him. It's your heart that needs to be in a place of surrender, in a place of reverence to God. We all need to ask that question, is it there? Is, is my heart in a place of surrender? and reverence towards God. We have a a saying here that's common in in, in vineyard churches. Uh, We're part of an association of vineyard churches that has uh, churches worldwide. And um, and, and a common saying that you'll hear in a lot of vineyard churches is come as you are. If you walk in these doors with uh, uh, a suit and tie, you know what? You're welcome. Come on in. You walk in here with T-shirt and jeans with holes in them, great, come on in. you're welcome here because we feel <coughs> excuse me, because we feel that reverence towards God is is, is not bound to, to to what you wear. it's not about what you wear but about what wear, what's in your heart. Now, I, w- I would never put down a church who re- requires you to come in, in, in a shirt and tie that's, that's that you know that that that's all well and good, but that's what we've decided here. In fact, there can be something to, uh, you know, wearing your, your Sunday best towards God, and that can reflect what's in your heart, potentially. Uh, for me, I haven't found that to be true in my own personal life, but for people who say, you know what, I want to wear my Sunday best to God, I have no problem with that. But the issue is what is in your heart. It matters more if your heart is positioned in worship towards God. It matters more if you are humbly walking with God, like it says In John chapter 4, verse 20, it says, Our fathers worshipped on this mountain. And you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers Will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. Worshipping Him in spirit and truth. Jesus says here in this passage that it's not about where you worship, it's about worshiping in spirit and in truth. Let's look at those two points for just a minute. Let's, let's talk about what that means to worship God in spirit and what that talks to worship God in truth. Worshiping God in spirit means that it's not just about outward observance. For us, that may mean that, that we come here, we sing the songs, we listen to the message, and we go home. You can do all of those things and not engage in worship at all. When we worship God in spirit, it involves a change of heart, one that is, that is oriented towards him. And then worshiping God in truth means that we worship him in sincerity. Colossians chapter 3, verse 17 says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Whatever we do, we do it for Him. It's not that we say that we do it for Him, but we sincerely, in our hearts, do it in worship of Him. Have you ever complimented somebody for uh, for something in the in like uh, that the, they do, like here in, in, in a service? Maybe they they did a great 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 job s- singing, or they, they they delivered a great message, and you compliment them on it, and they say, "Oh, it's all it's all God." It's all God. I heard a story from somebody once. He, he went up to a friend who had just led worship and told him, you know, he'd done a great job. And his friend replied, oh, you know, he, 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 it was all God. And he said, oh, I didn't know God sang flat. <laughs> but seriously, there, there, there's a difference between making a statement like that, oh, it's all God. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's not a bad comment. I find it a bit cheesy myself, but it's not necessarily a bad comment. But um, but but there's a difference between that and really having a heart where you're doing everything for God. That is worship. That whatever you do, you're doing it all for Him, honoring Him. You see that worship is not just an event. Thus, our statement, did I put it up here? Yeah, the, our, our statement that our desire is for our faith to be demonstrated beyond a Sunday service and manifested as a lifestyle of worship. Because worship should not just be something we do on Sundays. Worship needs to be our lifestyle. It needs to be something that we are doing seven days a week. Now, this is something that we want to define us as a church that we are a people whose faith is demonstrated as a lifestyle of worship. But like most things, this has to start individually. right? We want this to find us communally, but if, if we want that to be, the, to be the case, we need to think through, how can, how can I change that in my own life? My question has to be, am I living a lifestyle of worship? I can stand up here... All I want is to say, you guys need to be living a lifestyle of worship. What's wrong with you guys? Why aren't you living a lifestyle of worship? I need to look at myself. Am I doing that? It's said of uh, King David in the Bible that he was a man after God's own heart. Have you ever wondered what it was about him that made God say that about him? That That God would say of David... He, was a, he is a man after my own heart. I've heard different uh, people theorize what, uh, why that may be the case. Uh, I've heard people say that it's because that when he sinned, he repented immediately. And while, that, while that's a great, great quality about him, I'm not convinced that's the reason, because I believe that there are other people in the Bible who also did that. And plus... God talked about him being a man after his own heart well before the issue with uh, with Bathsheba uh, that, that, that caused him to be away from God and when he was convicted to immediately repent. So, so I'm not convinced that that's the reason why God said that. Pastor... Joseph Prince from Singapore makes the point that he was called a man after God's own heart uh, long before that. And, uh, and, and he points to a passage in Psalm, chapter, in Psalm chapter 132. And let's read that for just a second. It says, "'Lord, remember, David, and all his afflictions, how he swore to the Lord and vowed to the mighty one of Jacob. Surely I will not go into the chamber of my house or go up to the comfort of my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids.' until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the mighty one of Jacob. David cared more about finding a dwelling place for God than about himself. So let me ask you a question. Have you put Jesus at the center? Is he at the center of your job? Is he at the center of your family? Is he at the center of your hobbies? Is he at the center of the way you spend your time? Is he at the center of every aspect of your life? Do you care more about loving Jesus than you do about accolades, about getting recognition? We need to be a people that love Jesus and nothing else. John Wesley made a statement, Give me 100 preachers who fear nothing but sin and desire nothing but God, and I care not a straw whether they be clergymen or laymen, such alone will shake the gates of hell and set up the kingdom of heaven on earth. Wow. Would you say that you desire nothing but God? Are you desperate and hungry for God and nothing else? Tell you, there's there's a hurting world out there. If you look at the West Valley, Taylorsville area, there's, I believe, a couple hundred thousand people in there. And those people are not looking for a place with nice services. They're looking, people are looking for something real. And whether they know it or not, they're looking for Jesus. And the place for them to find him is the church. So let's be a church that worships Jesus with everything that we do, that we are willing to get out of our comfort zone to reach lost and hurting people that desire Jesus. That we would desire Jesus above everything. Now with all that being said, I think it's important that we ask the question, kind of moving little bit moving on just a little bit ask the question why music why do we use music and 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 why do most every church that pretty much every church i've ever been to has had music involved in one form or another why is that what is it about music where people seemingly can come to the presence of god more easily have you noticed that Using music to worship God is mentioned uh, many, many, many times throughout the Bible. Psalm chapter 95, verse 1 says, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Then Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19 says, uh, starting in 18, it says, Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Lord. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. And there's many more passages besides those two. But, uh, and and if, you, if you look, Jesus sang songs with his disciples. Paul and Silas sang songs when, when they were in prison. Singing is a big part of the Bible. Have you ever looked up the, the benefits of music? I, I, I did just a quick Google search and, and, and on uh, what some of the benefits of music are, and, and, and there's been some fascinating studies makes me want to actually do a little bit more research on it. But um, music actually has the power to, to change the chemicals in your brain. It has the power to calm you down. and has the power to hype you up. It unifies groups of people. You see people who may never have been in the same room together and they get together for a big concert and all of a sudden they're best friends. God created music knowing it would do all of these things. Now, of course, when God creates something amazing, the enemy's also going to try to distort it, isn't he? And that's how techno came to be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but there, there, there is music that's destructive, right? I can tell you that, that some of my most intimate moments, some of my biggest epiphanies have been while singing songs of worship. So, so, so we choose here to bring glory to God and allow Him to speak to us through it. So the past several weeks, as I mentioned, we've been going, uh, focusing on areas where, where we can become more involved. And this is definitely one of those areas. If you have a heart for worship through music, there is a place for you. If you're a musician or a singer, uh, singers are musicians, we... we, we uh, we have our team who, who plays and sings and, and, and leads us into the presence of God, and we would love for you to join us. One thing I'll mention, mention here is we actually are, so we meet every second and fourth Tuesday of the month, and we actually have an open policy, anybody's welcome to join us. You don't have to try out or anything. Now, um, that's not to necessarily say that we're going to put, put you right on, 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 on the stage on Sunday mornings right away, but we would love for you to come and do the journey with us and, and join us on, on those, those Tuesday evenings. And um, and just, just be part of the community. We uh, we strive to be um, more than just a group of people who play songs together, but actually be a, a family and, uh, and and help. We pray for each other every time we get together. So um, so so that that's that's one way you can get involved. Now, um, now if you're sitting here saying, you know what, I really have a heart for music. I love being around music, but I don't have a musical bone in my body. Guess what? There's a there's there's a place for you too. We have in the back we have people who do the sound. If you have an if maybe you don't play an instrument or sing, but you have an ear for music, you have an uh, for EQ's, levels, things like that, and you want to be part of that, we can get you trained on that. You we have the projector. Um we, you, you run, run run the projector. We uh, we could always use people who are willing to 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 do that and uh, be be part of what we're doing here, a part of I mean, that's huge. Have you ever noticed how Quickly, that snaps you out of, of worship when it's like, oh, that's not the right slide. Oh, they're taking too long. I mean, man, it can, it can, it can be big, you know, and so and uh, we have a great team back there who, um, who I believe does does a great job with that. I'll, no one's ever 100%, and that's okay. <laughs> but, uh, but, but um, you know, that, that's a huge part of what we do here. Of, of helping people enter into the presence of God is, is just, just running that projector and the light board and things like that. So, so if, 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 that's, if that's something you're interested in, I would love to talk to you about it. Just uh, feel free to um, talk to me after, after the service or some other time, and I, I'd love to have that discussion with you. But, um, but regardless, let's use what God has given us to bring Him glory. Can I have the worship team come forward? I specifically uh, changed some of the order, changed the order around this morning a little bit. Normally, we do more songs up front and then just one or two at the end. But I was like, you know what? I'm talking about worship, talking about music. It makes sense. Let's have the, the more songs, more songs uh, at the end after after I talk and, and actually have a time um, to, to to apply what we talked about of, of worshiping God. Through, through music. So we're, we're going to go into uh, time, of, so we'll, we'll sing about four songs here, but um, um, I would just encourage you that as we do that, allow yourself to feel the effects of music. Allow your emotions to be filled with Jesus. You know, emotions are a good thing. We're not here to Manipulate your emotions or anything like that, but 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 I, I I love for God to manipulate my emotions. You know, it's like a chiropractor manip- manipulates the spine. I want God to manipulate my emotions, manipulate every part of me. Not the bad kind of manipulation. That's not what I'm talking about here, but uh, but but music does that. And we can, and if we can allow God to use the music in us to 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 change us, that's a powerful thing. So it's okay to allow yourself to feel emotions while the songs are playing. So we're going to do that in just a second. I do want to just um, go ahead and... Ushers, if you could go ahead and, and pass the offering bags. So we're going to go ahead and take up our offering, and this is a great opportunity to go ahead and put the uh, Connect cards in there. And Lord, I just pray a blessing over this offering. Lord, would you, allow us, would you multiply it to allow us to further your kingdom in Jesus' name? So... We're going to go ahead and enter into some worship and just, uh, I don't know what distractions you came here with this morning. I don't know if you got in a fight on the way to church. I don't know if work last week was just absolutely horrible or maybe you're on cloud nine because work was incredible. I don't know. I don't know where you are. but Why don't we just push all of that aside for just a minute? Let's just focus on Jesus and let's just focus on what He wants to do and what He can do in our hearts when we surrender to Him, bow down in a spiritual sense to Him. Let's worship. Thank You, Jesus. Lord, we say that You are great. Lord, you are worthy of our praise. God, would you align our hearts to you this morning. And God, would you instill in us a trust in you, a peace, Lord, knowing that you've got this, Lord. We might be going through one of the most difficult times in our lives, Lord, but, but you have got this. And regardless, Lord, we give you praise.